Alright, we live, Philadelphia Podcast, we here, episode 3, it's your boy Wild Tuna, I want to give a quick shout out to all my sponsors, Show Grow Official, Hip Hop Since 1987, Digital Crate Studios, DrippyFish.com, The Chris Mack Experience, and everybody else partnered with us on this big move right now. So today, I want to bring a very special guest to the stage, she just won a competition with a good friend of mine. Um, and I'm gonna let her introduce herself. She's gonna tell y'all her social media, her beautiful name, where she's from, and all that good stuff. So, talk to the people. Hi, everybody. My name is Zakaya. I'm a singer from Philadelphia, PA. Uh, my Instagram is officially Za. It's spelled O F F I C I A L L Y Z A. That goes for my Twitter and Facebook as well. Okay, okay. I follow. I think if I didn't, I'm about to do that right now. So make sure y'all follow her. Her music is out. You got music on all platforms, yes, correct? Yes, Okay. And what's your um, what's your single that you're pushing right now? My single that I'm pushing right now is called Tired of You. It's a remix of Ashanti Foolish. Okay, okay. Tired of You. Who's that about somebody in particular? Okay, okay. Just checking. Just checking. So um, before we get into the singles and everything you're doing right now, let's talk about what got you started. So um, when did you discover that you wanted to be into the music industry, when you wanted to pursue music? I wanted to pursue music at the age of 10. Okay. Um, I've been singing since I was two, so okay. uh, right around when Justin Bieber had got um, signed, I was like, you know what, every opportunity passed me by and stuff, so I started taking it seriously at 10. At first, I was sneaking to the studio and stuff, and I wasn't telling my mom, but eventually I did tell her, right. and my mom knows about the music industry. I have, some, I have family members that know about the music industry, so... You know, she took me under her wing and we went from there. That's good, that's good. So you said you've been singing since you were two. Yeah. So, so who, what was you singing at two? Who was you listening Mary to? Mary J. Bros. Okay. Um, okay, Mary J. Can't go wrong. Alicia Keys, Whitney Houston. I like old music. Mm-hmm. Some new music. Oh, that's, we ain't gonna call it old music now. There's gonna be I'm some mad. people upset about that. You know what I'm saying? Mad. You're gonna listen to them good R&B classics. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's up, that's what's up. So... Um, listening to that music, you know, then and now, um, do you still indulge, like, do you pick up on what's new, the new R&B singers, or yeah. do you just stick to the old school sound? What do you like better? Uh, I like old. Yeah. It's a little, it's like 50-50, but mostly old. Okay. Because okay. it's like, the music's not how it used to be back then. It's not. It's not. It's a little different. Yeah. It's a lot of similarities, though, if you really listen. But it's a, a lot of, uh, what you say, it's more, it's more out there. The message is more out there for whatever they're trying to push. There's less creativity on, you know, ah, and what this mean or what this mean, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely like, I like how they created back in the day. Hopefully, artists like you can bring that back, you know what I'm saying, put on for what music should be like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what it should be. So um, who, um, who introduced you? to music. I know you said you were already singing, but who really said, okay, you got a voice. Let's do something with it. My mom. Your mom? Yeah. Okay. When you were sneaking to the studio, you had to tell her? Yeah. And she just listened? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> who was your first, uh, your producers? Like, who were you working with when you first started in the studio? I worked with um, Shaq. Uh, he was producing out of his basement okay. of his house. And I used to go over there and record. And then from there on up, it was like I worked with Basic Beats and um, I worked with Brizzy on the Beat, who actually did my new single. Okay, that's I my boy, with, Brizzy on the um, Beat. Travis Cherry and Atlanta, because I did go to Atlanta. Okay. Um, 
is so many producers that I really like to work with. Right, that's good. That's like, good. Dabbled me into different genres of music. Do you have you have a favorite producer? Is there one producer that you really just kicked it off into the studio and it, it has worked out? Everything came out well. I actually have two. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I would say uh, Brizzy on the beat. Mm -hmm. um, I appreciate him and everything. Like we really kicked it off when we got into the studio. Like we got stuff done. Right. Um, and I would say Travis Cherry when I was in Atlanta, like he made it fun. Like we was in yeah. there all night, so like we was definitely tripping. Right, right. So um, <laughs> Travis Cherry, also um, Franny from uh, Heat Factory Studios okay, I and Fran Mall. Too. Shout out to him. Um, Shout out to Mall. Yeah. We our little secret for our new single is called um, Honeycombs. Okay. Because like <laughs> I was singing the lyrics and he thought I said honeycombs, so like right. we was going to name it Honeycombs. It was just like a joke, but it's right, like. Right. A joke between us on how we got everything started. So those are the producers that That's I good. really like. And I know I know two of them personally. So shout out to them because uh, one Brizzy, I, I constantly work back and forth with Brizzy. But friend, we we were in the mix a while ago, like when he first started. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little old. I look young. But when he first started, we were in the mix and. Um, he came a long way, so shout out to him. Yeah. You know, transitions from artists. He thought I was about to come in here rapping. Like, he had the auto-tune and everything yeah. ready, and I was like, no, nah, I'm oh, singing. Yeah, Fran loved the auto-tune. He <laughs> loved the auto-tune. He was like, this is my first time working with a real singer. I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm well, glad. Speaking on that, how do you feel How do you feel about, you know, the use of auto-tune and, um, you know, the effects and everything that people use now in the, in the new music? Do you like to keep your music simple and basic with your raw voice, and do you ever want to play with the auto-tune or I don't like not, your thing? not your thing at all? <laughs> I don't like auto-tune yeah. especially not on my voice I don't like it uh -huh. I just don't like auto-tune like I had one song that I recorded all over because somebody put auto-tune on it and I did not like it yeah. I would not listen to it I didn't want to be in a room if he was playing it like well, I didn't y'all like hear that Philadelphia <laughs> in the world she did not need no auto-tune we got a real singer in the building so producers, make sure y'all send them beat packs and don't have no auto-tune ideas because she need that real R&B. That's what's up. Yes. That's what's up. So how old are you? I might have asked you about You're 19. Yes. So being 19 into the R&B industry, do you feel like it's, it's overwhelming? Because being young with mixing your age with what R&B is, do you feel any pressure in that area or do you just you just go yeah it's hard because trying to make some some music and you never experience half of the things out here it is kind of pressure and it is kind of hard mm -hmm. especially when i was starting out in my preteens. like it was definitely hard trying to make music that like my generation listen to because we like the music with the cussing yeah, we and like the we like the yeah. crazy stuff so it, it was very difficult and i would say it's less difficult but then again it's semi-difficult mm -hmm. when trying to make songs about relationships and breakups and all that and you never really went through it and you really can't experience it right, so right. It, yeah it's, okay it's okay that makes hard. sense that makes sense but that puts you creatively yeah. you know what i'm saying you get to be able to touch on different yeah. things without actually experiencing that yeah. takes skill Saying, yeah. so shout out to you for that thank you so what's your creative process how do you sit down and you know come up with a song concept do you get inspiration from something and you write it down or do you sit down and just do it fresh in the studio how do you get uh, it done? with me i can just bust out with a note i sometimes can just bust out with lyrics and notes mm -hmm. And then I forget to write it down. Yeah. So I try to like videotape it, mm. voice memo it, anything to remind me. Um, when I go into the studio, it's no problem. I get stuff yeah. done just like that. 
So we ain't okay. wasting nobody's time right. and everything. So, yeah. Right. So on average, because, you know, I always ask how long it takes artists to make a song. On average, how long do you think you would spend on one song? A couple hours, a couple days, you know? I would say, like, a minute or so. Like, if okay. I'm record, if it's, if I'm going in there to record it, it's... Mm. Oh, you ready to go? It's just like an hour, so yeah. almost an hour. But okay. I would just be like ready to go. No, that's a good pace. That's good. You, that means you come prepared, you're yeah. ready to go. Because a lot of, a lot of young artists, you know, sometimes being in the studio itself is a lot of pressure. So yeah. going in the studio and then coming out with something. That's, and that's I don't take a lot of people with me to the studio. It's just me, me and my mom. Mm -hmm. Not unless you like helping me. Right. I don't bring a lot of people in the studio. Right. Staying focused and such. Yeah. That's a good job. Um, do you have any other like features that you have on your upcoming projects that you want to you know give um, some light to, or is right, it all a solo project right it's now? It's solo right now, but I am trying to collab with a few artists, and because I haven't really collabed with any artists since I like first started, so now I'm just like really trying to like get out there and make music with different artists, and you know. That's good, that's good. So who who's your favorite right now? Your top three singers all time. If you go on your playlist right now, who the first three people you wanna listen to? Whitney Houston, Adele, okay. and I'ma listen to Rihanna. And Rihanna, so you like the vocalist, you got a little pop, and you got a little mix of everything with, with yeah. Adele. That's good. Adele, she gets strong vocals. You got some Adele covers you working on? I actually covered Adele songs. Yeah, okay, okay. I so you got songs. a singer for real. I'm gonna test you. I'm gonna test you out. So okay, you got some so what about those all female R and B singers? Do you listen to male R and B singers? Do you show the, the fellas some love? Uh Chris Brown, um I like Bobby Caldwell. Okay. I like okay. um Oh my god, what was the other song you just listened to? Bobby okay, so oh, I see where you, I see where the history coming at. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's, that's beautiful to have, you know, like you said, you have a support team, yeah. people to show you what you need to do, what you should be doing, and most important, what you shouldn't be doing, because that's the hardest thing. Being in this industry, a lot of times you get one chance, yeah. or maybe just a few chances to give a first impression, or whether it's a meeting, a song, you know, even coming to an interview and saying the right thing. So right. always. Keep my boots around, you know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> Make sure you keep that belt strong out here. Because <laughs> this music industry get real crazy. So, you know, keep that belt strong. <laughs> but that's what's up, though. So, all right, we got your top threes on the male and female side. Um, you deep in the R&B. Do you ever want to do any other style of music? Did you ever think about, you know, maybe I rapping have. or maybe doing... I did EDM before. Okay. Um... I had another song that was like a popish song called Decent, Dance in the Ring. I mm -hmm. did pop. Um, I like different genres of music and I always try to like dabble into different genres of music because right. you can't stay stuck in one genre when you're trying to be an artist. You gotta that's know true. the different genres of music. I listen right. to different genres of music. I even listen to music that's not in English. And, yeah. yeah, oh that's special. <laughs> I, I heard somebody else tell me, they were like, yeah, I'm listening to something that was like a French rapper or something. And I'm just like, you listen to French rap? You don't speak French. But I guess, you know, as a music creative, you can find inspiration through yeah. sound and the feeling. You you feel the vibe of a song. So you know yeah. if it's a good song, an angry song, you know what I'm saying? You can feel yeah. the vibe. So that's what's up. That's good. Do you have, um, you, so you got your top three. Do you have a top three of hip hop or EDM since you've been 
um, you know, touching on those genres? Do you have anybody you listening to right I now like, in those genres? Um, Marshmallow. I like when his music. Mm-hmm. I like DJ Dablo. Was it Dablo? DJ Dablo? Yeah, I hope I'm saying it right. Is that EDM? Yes. Okay. okay. Um, Who else? Um, Zed. I listen to Zed. Okay. So it's it's a couple I listen to out here. What about what about Philly? What about Philly? You know Philly, we got a lot of lot of artists. We got give us be on Philadelphia podcast. (laughs) I need to know your top three Philadelphia artists. I'm like not hate on my boy. I like me. I'm not even gonna do that. I'm Girl, not, not hate on my boy. No, I like I like Meek Mills. Uh-huh. Um, I listen. I actually listen to and worked with You Might as well. Okay. So like I know his music. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one a little Uzi. I listen to Little Uzi. Uh, and the one who just got signed. Um, oh my God. What's his name? Sam? Sam? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah that's yo, that's I play that joint every morning. <laughs> I get up. I put my foot on the cast. That's my joint. I gotta play that. That's how I wake up. Because, like, I, he got signed, and I heard his song, and I was like, okay, I know this song. And then it blew up on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, why do I keep hearing this song? And then I'm like, I know this song. I know this song. And then Midas was like, oh, it's such I was like, oh, yeah. so yeah, I, I like so this you song. Know, so, Midas. Midas, it sounds very familiar. You might as well, yeah. Light skin, yeah. Oh, that's my boy too. You know all my homies. Look, you know all the homies. Shout out to Midas. I was in the studio with him about a year and a half ago, I believe, and we was working on some music. And um, he was he was uh, nominated for a Philadelphia Hip Hop Award, I believe. And he was working with some record labels and stuff. They like yeah. his sound. He's a great producer. He's on one of my songs. Oh, yes? Okay, I've been okay. working with him. Like, like, we was like a little duo back then. Okay. And, like, he helped me produce songs and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. we going to be back. All right. Well, when you <laughs> see him next time, let him know Tuna. They used to call me King back in the day. So, let him know. Either, he probably know both names. But let him know King or Tuna said what's up. All right. You got know, you. Definitely, definitely my boy. I support his music. So, we're going to take a quick break. Um, but before we get out of here, I want to get a couple shout-outs from you. Before you want to, you know, any friends, any supporters, um, any upcoming events, anything that you got coming on, coming up, let the world know. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Brizzy on the Beat for my new single, and Maul and Franny for, and my mom for, you know, helping me and pushing this single so it can go further. Because right. I think it has potential, and a lot of people say it has potential. Mm-hmm. What I got coming up is I'm about to shoot the music video for it next month, so we're just preparing everything for that right now. Okay. Um, I am looking for people to be in the music video, so if you well, want to be in it, <laughs> if you want to be in the music video, you can DM me, and I will give you the um, further information about the music video. Okay. So that's what I got coming up well, as of right now. Because I'm a, I'm intrigued about the music video because you don't just invite people to the music video without having roles. So yeah. you want to give us a little insight on well, you know, what it's about and what yes. role I got in there? <laughs> you what role I got in there? <laughs> I need to know my role. Uh, now, you know? So. Um, I'm shooting my music video for Tired of You, mm-hmm. and I was looking for two females to be my best friends in the music video, mm-hmm. and then I was also looking for three males um, for the music video as well. One of them I'm going to be interacting with, and the other two is like his friends, okay. and then I was looking for extras to fill in the restaurant scene, because mm-hmm. we're going to have a restaurant all to ourselves. Okay, okay, that's a bit. 
And I'm recreating Ashanti's Foolish music video. Okay. It's just going to be a modern like day that. version. I like that. I like that. I, one thing I am a fan of is bringing back great yeah. music, you know what I'm saying? And anybody who can bring back a dope song or a dope concept and make it modern, it's always a hit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's always a hit. So definitely, I want my role. I'm going to be in the Steak and Lobster right at the bar. <laughs> 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 so that's what's up, though. So what about uh, performance and events? you have any events coming up or any shows that you're going to be at? Um, right now, it was just me focusing on the music video, but I am looking for music um, shows and events right now. Mm-hmm. But I was just, like, mainly focusing on getting everything for the music video and stuff like that because, you know, it takes time, it takes money, and right. I want everything to be right because this is my second time shooting a music video, so I mm-hmm. want everything to be, like, perfect. Right, right. Gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Well, we here, Philadelphia Podcast. It's your boy, Wild Tuna. We're going to be right back. We're going to take a quick break for our sponsors. When we return, we're going to have some pop-up questions, some random questions that have nothing to do with music. We're going to take a step outside the music because the music popping. We already know it's hot. We The videos is out. More videos coming. Um, oh, do you have a pro- you said you have a project out, right? On uh, Apple Music and such? You on all platforms? Yes, I'm on all platforms. What was the name of the project, too? I wanna, so they know uh, the name of the project. I have um, an EP called Emotions EP. So mm-hmm. I put that on iTunes and stuff. Okay. And it has all the lists of my music on there. So you can just type up Zakaya Whitfield, W-H-I-T-F-I-E-L-D, mm-hmm. and like all my music will pop up. I'm right. like literally everywhere. <laughs> all right, that's a bet. Everywhere. That's what going to do that. All right, so we'll be right back with the second half of Philadelphia Podcast. And we back. We live. Philadelphia Podcast. Your boy Wild Tuna. I'm here with Zakaya, the young, beautiful singer from Philadelphia. Make sure y'all follow her on all social media. Check out her music. Definitely, definitely check out her new upcoming video that I'm going to be starring in myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So make sure y'all get that rolling. So we back. We live. And um, we're going to take a step away from the music. We got her history. We got her background, her motivation her creative process, and then we want to take a step on the side of, you know, where most artists have to, you know, be forced to deal with, and that's social issues. Because being an artist, you're going to have a lot of people, if you don't already, have a lot of people follow you, look up to you, and your views and what you do and your actions, that causes a wave of everyone who's looking at you. Regardless if they like you, follow you, love your music, don't love, whatever you do, it causes an effect to everything. So I want to I want to talk to you about first the good old head of the United States, Donald Trump, and I don't want your opinion because that's not important to me. The opinion is not important because you feel how you feel about whatever you feel about. My my question to you is, how can we counteract what's going on and what he has going on? What do you think the solution is? He's going to do what he wants to do. He's going to say what he wants to say. What would you tell your followers and your family and the people around you? How would you tell them to react to that? I would tell them to react in a positive way, not a negative way, because when you react in a negative way, it's not going to get you anywhere. So I would say kill them with kindness. And I would say start standing up for one another and, you know, become a, a whole, like, a one. Like, 
where I went to school, I went to school in Kip, and we always learned about unity mm-hmm. and leadership and, you know, standing up for one another and being, you know, coordinated and stuff. So I think that's what we need to do right. as, you know, a community and a whole and kill them with kindness because right. violence ain't going to get us nowhere. That's true. That's true. Especially because, you know, we're in a state where um, not only do we have a battle amongst ourselves, we have a, a battle amongst the law and the police officers in our community. Um, so on top of the president doing what he's doing, we have to push that agenda, like you said, almost a turn your other, turn the other cheek agenda. Um, do you feel we should react the same way when it comes to police brutality and, and, yes. and those issues also? Yes, because sometimes people be out here taunting the police. I have seen videos of people out here taunting police and mm-hmm. when they say something and do something, oh, why you want to mess with me? Oh, don't mess with them. Right. But she was just taunting this police officer to do something. Now he's doing something and you want to cry whoop. Yeah. But again, there are good cops and they're all bad cops out here. I can't speak for every cop. Mm-hmm. I cannot because I don't know them. I don't I don't live in a household. Right. You know, I don't know what goes on in their mind. But from what I've been seeing, it is racial profile out here. I have seen it on social media. And I have seen people be cooperative, but it hasn't been enough. So right. when do we say enough is enough? This is true. Do because you, have you, we... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, because we, we march and we do it for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And then we just forget about it. Right. Like, we do it for a period of time. And then we stop. Right. And we act like nothing happened. And then we wait for something else to happen. And then we want to start doing it again, but then we stop. Right. Like, we don't keep pushing and keep going. We just be like, oh, yeah, we did it for a month. We good. That's true. Do, have you ever experienced uh, police or any kind of racism or police um, violence? of any, Even if they're just, you know, routine check stops that they call it. Have you ever experienced any harassment from the police in, on your own? Not harassment. Um, I got a write-up one time. <laughs> Yeah. I was so shook. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know what was going on. I was like crying and everything. Like I was young at the time. I was a preteen, mm-hmm. and I was going on the L. Mm-hmm. And with my stepsister, was she she had a criminal background, mm-hmm. and I was with her, her friend, and. I think her friend didn't have enough money, so I had gave them the extra money, mm. but she ducked under the, the turning thing. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, man, it is, somebody else took it. So right. now I'm like, well, how am I going to get through? So <laughs> she went through so fast that I tried to go through, and I got yellow one. So I got yeah. caught, but I had put, like, the, the other token in there, and I had, but it got jammed. So when it got jammed, I was like, oh, I'm going to just go through. Right. So I went underneath, and then she was like, you, you, you with the yellow. And I'm like, oh, my God. She was like, uh, okay. she was like, you come back. I was like, I put my token in there. Like, I, I had two tokens, and then I had some dollars. And I was like, I put it in there, but right. it got jammed. So my sister was like, just come on, let's just leave. And as soon as we were, like went down the steps and turned the corner, it was two cops standing right there talking to somebody. And you can hear on the radio, she telling them. And oh, I'm just man. like, and we missed the train. And I was just like, oh, yeah. So then they came up to us and they was like, you came that way? She going to say no. I was like. That's funny. That's funny. Was, was, at least you are. That's a small. I was, that's a small. Yeah, part. I was honest. I was, I was honest to the fullest. Yeah. Like, I felt so awkward when 
the cop had asked me to state my name and my stepsister screamed out give him a fake name and we all <laughs> everybody turned around and just looked at her like you serious you yeah, you not funny. serious right? right i said my name is Zakaya right. <laughs> like i'm not listening to that's you like funny. she was so mad but i was like well how can you be mad at me when I wasn't trying to cause no trouble. I had to do what I had to do. You have a criminal background. I know you don't like police and stuff, but <laughs> so you're the criminal me on the other hand, nah, like when but, I went to but go even to- so, like even even in small small situations yeah. like that, we we've seen so many situations that are so so small turn into something. Yeah, I wasn't bigger. trying to turn that into no right. big thing. Like they was telling her to step to the side so they could talk to me. She didn't want to move. She wanted yeah. to start fighting, and I'm just like yeah. I was. I literally stepped to the side. It was like you could literally come over here. Like oh, I stepped to the side. Call her up when it go down. I'm gonna get her on my team because she sound like she got a little fight in her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when it go down, but that's but other other than that, um, you know, for myself, like I experienced, I went to uh, an all white school. Once I got to like middle school, I went to all white school. Coming out of Philadelphia, so I had a I had a lot of crazy experiences, a lot of crazy experiences. Um, living in Montgomery County, so you know. If you ever heard of Montgomery County, I'm sure Mom Dukes has. It's tough out there, you know what I'm saying? So I've and it's so crazy to be 20 minutes, 30 minutes outside the city and have to deal with that. That's something you would think, okay, we go down south or something crazy, yeah. you know? But no, it's really, yeah. it's really in your backyard. So that's why I asked if you had yeah. any experience. I'm glad you haven't. No, even when I lived in to. Atlanta, I never had no experience like that. Now, if you, now I had one altercation on social media when somebody was called me a nigger and stuff like that. But I just laughed it off and deleted. Like, yeah. I don't pay that no mind. But other yeah, than yeah, that, we, I we never, don't pay attention to no ignorance. I never had no, and we gonna keep it like that. I ain't never keep it rolling um, <laughs> because one thing that I tell all artists is you gonna get the worst of the worst when it comes to social media. Yeah. Because you don't have to see these people, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Same thing with a lot of the, you know, police brutality things that are going on. It's not as effective when it's on social media. I know a lot of people are like, yeah, it's hashtag yeah. Black Lives Matter hashtag this and that. But it's like we on social media, you know what I'm saying? If we really, we didn't, he didn't get hurt or it's the person who passed away. If that didn't happen on social media, we right. have to be active, just like everyone else is active. So I'm glad that your first thought wasn't. Yeah, we're going to go on social media. We're going to ban these places and all no, that. No, no. Yeah. And another thing that get me is people are quick to say when somebody videotape a good deal, oh, why you had to videotape it? Why you had to videotape it? But y'all don't be seeing that when we be videotaping the violence. Right, I don't that. see nobody saying, uh, take this down or why did you post this up there? Because right. y'all like it because they get more... But. More views go viral. We making memes. We making jokes. But when somebody do a good deed, yeah. why you got to videotape it? Oh, you always got to videotape it. But you always videotaping that violence. Yeah, the memes is real bad now. Yeah. It's, it's to the point where there was just a shooting a couple weeks ago with the police officers. The guy had shot the six police officers yeah. right in North Philly. The same day, they got memes up to the point where it's like... This is crazy. Like yeah. you just think you're looking at a meme about something. Yeah, I saw. And it totally I saw takes the meme, the and I was like, like wow. I just saw a meme, so I can just walk yeah, down the block. Yeah. Like I just seen the meme. It's cool. Like yeah. it takes all the danger, all the the real factor of what's really going on away yeah. from it. So the memes is funny, but sometimes they can yeah. be detrimental. Can, yeah. <laughs> That's real true. Um, so other than that, um, when we when we dealing with our communities, um, being in the city of Philadelphia, you know, we, you know our hardships and what we go through. Do you have any plans or any ideas that you could possibly, uh, you know, put into play or anything that you think may help the situations in our inner cities when it comes to our schools, 
um, you know, even the violence and just, you know, education itself, just teaching people about like, having a goal or pursuing something. Yeah. What would your what would be your action plan? Well, I have an anti-bullying movement already. Okay. So it's called the MEMA movement. It stands for Music Empowering Minds Anti-Bullying. Mm-hmm. So what I was doing, I was going to the schools, talking to the kids about my bullying experience, mm-hmm. um, asking kids if they go through any bullying and if they did, you know, what they can do, how they can be encouraged, you know, how to stand up for one another, like, you know, tell a teacher or a parent. And then I gave out t-shirts to them, you know, the idle kids and stuff like that. And, you right. know, I just try to help the kids because even though they be young and stuff, like, they they still go do it. They think oh, it's yeah. funny when it's young, but right. it really don't be because it really be affecting them so I have been going to school to school and talking about my experience and stuff like that and I think you know we need to start having more you know programs and you know community you know events but again you know people would like to come to these events and start stuff and carrying on so it all depends, you know, if right. the person mature enough to be like, this, I want change and stuff. That's so right. You that's can't right. force change on somebody who don't want it. That's so. the, and that's the hardest part about every struggle that we have in the city. It's about finding people who want to actually do something about it and not just complain. Right. Because you have to be active. There's no no one's going to change anything from the house. Nope. It's never happened before. I don't think it's ever going to happen. No. So definitely stay active. Definitely keep pushing that program with the anti, you said anti-bullying program yes. through music, which is very dope. So I'm glad I asked you that question because, you know, anti-bullying, it sounds so cliche nowadays yeah. that you have to have something different in order to make it, you yeah. know, a thing or for especially children, kids that, you know, want to run around and listen to Cardi B or whoever they want to listen to and yeah. party and that's not their focus, you know what I'm saying? So definitely good that you had that rolling. Um, and if anything we can do, Philadelphia Podcast can do to help that program out, whether it's come to a few events, promote it for you, anything, just let us know. I would definitely We will. always help working with, like working with the kids, um, as you know, working with Lucinda. Um, and go get a J. I'm going to definitely introduce you to her because she does a lot of events with the youth, and that would be a good good person to link up with. Um, so, yeah, so what we looking like on time? What we got? Before I talk y'all to death, you know what I'm saying? So we, we, we just about at the time. I am. Yeah, we just about the time. So, again, if you want to give any more last shout-outs. Yes. Um, just definitely give them shout-outs. Shout-out to the Bible Princess, a.k.a. Philly's Wonder Woman. Right. Cindy, I won her I Can't Do It by Myself showcase, and I really appreciate it. I appreciate this promotion. I appreciate you always supporting me and pushing me because she knew me for the longest. Right. So shout-out to you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's my last and final shout-out. I appreciate you for having me today. And, you know, I really felt the vibe. It was really fun. That's love. That's love. So that's that's it from Zakaya from now. She's about to go right back to work, yes. get that music rolling for y'all. She's going to keep that anti-bullying program rolling for the youth which is a beautiful thing. Mom Deuce gonna keep educating that history, that music history, <laughs> we need that. You know what I'm saying? We are gonna keep that rolling. I'm definitely looking forward to your music that's coming out. Um, send me the date for the video. I'm gonna make sure I got my hair cut. You know, I'm a little scruffy today, but I'm gonna make sure I got my hair cut. We are gonna be right for the video. Okay. And uh, we are gonna keep it rolling. So that's Zakaya, make sure y'all follow her. Stay tuned, our episode is dropping this weekend. 
on Philadelphia Podcast. It'll be streaming on Anchor, Spotify. Oh, she gonna sing on her way out right now. So we're, gonna, we're gonna let her carry us out with a little tune. Shout out to Miles for reminding me. So she's gonna carry us with a little tune. And we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, I wanna can I actually sing my new single? You can sing whatever you want. Go ahead. I wanna promote my new single, so I'm gonna sing half of my new single. So here we go. Stand by the phone. A way for you to come home But all I hear is lies A voicemail's on your phone Baby, I need answers For what's got you tied up Been foolish for too long now So ready to give up If I move on, what would you do? How would you feel if I got tired of you? All these tears I seem to cry What would it take to make you realize? Tell me why I should give you one more chance What happened to my best friend and my man? How could you make me feel so (laughs) foolish? How could you make me feel so foolish? Okay, okay. I done got a little chill. It's hot in here. It's hot in here. I get chills. Okay, okay. I like that. Definitely. Zakaya. Zakaya, we appreciate you coming out to Philadelphia Podcast. Thank you. Lucinda, thank you for the oop. Keep throwing us these young, exceptional artists. Um, everything that y'all been doing so far has been good. I've been peeping. I haven't been coming out to all the shows, but I be watching the lives. Keep working. Keep performing. Keep pushing. And y'all gonna hear a lot more from her. So, Best of luck on your journey. Thank you. And we're going to sign out of Philadelphia Podcast. Peace.